Thank you for listening to Spiritual Teachings with Shunyamurti, recorded live at the Sat Yoga Ashram in Costa Rica. To join us for a life-changing meditation retreat, or to make a donation to support this transformational work, please visit our website, www.satyoga.org. To access more teachings or guided meditations from Shunyamurti, please visit the members section of our website or our YouTube channel, Sat Yoga Institute. Namaste. And so this is a very uh, important concept. And this first uh, commandment contains all of them. If you get this one, you don't even need to, uh, to write down the others. Okay. And because this is our original and natural state, you don't need to do any practices to get there. You don't even need to meditate. Uh, you don't need to do anything because just be who you are. But release the false self. Release all that is false. And that means silencing the mind. But it shouldn't require some uh, difficult uh, uh, discipline. It's just realize the great bliss is what I am. I, there's no problem silencing the mind because it's filled with joy and light and color and uh, wonderment, you know. So uh, there's nothing that you need to do. Just shine in the true inner light of the blissful self that you are and, uh, and never let any illusion of something uh, different from that arise because that is the truth of the whole. Nothing else is real. Anyone who is not in great bliss is not in their real self. So uh, our relationship, our covenant has to be that we are always in that state for one another so that we create a vibrational frequency that fills the morphogenic field and that anyone and everyone can share in because it's the real nature of all of us. Okay, that's number one. How many would like to follow that commandment? And, okay, because it doesn't take time to do it. It's not like, oh, okay, I'll get to go, I'll work on it. No, there's no work involved in this path, all right? That word doesn't even exist, okay? So the second one, we allow self-arising wisdom to do its work unobstructed. We let life flow from essence, okay? So what does that mean? It means I don't any longer try to solve problems. The self-arising wisdom solves it for you. Why do the work? Why struggle trying to figure out, okay, how am I going to pay the bills this month? How am I going to do this or that? Everybody's struggling. If you're in great bliss, I guarantee you, do the experiment. <laughs> the problem will be solved. But if you're not in the great bliss and you believe in those worries, they're real and uh, I have to be a serious adult and, you know, uh, be, uh, be in constant concern and agitation and restlessness to try to figure it out, then you, you will never get the, 
the, the grace that comes from being in the great bliss. And, and it is grace, and it brings grace. It brings the manifestation of, of grace in the field of the dream that uh, you are projecting. There is no world. There is only your own consciousness. And the more you are in bliss, the more that the manifest space around you is, uh, is conformed to that blissfulness and produces events that are joyous. So that's how the problem is solved. The wisdom of the self will do it all if you let go and let God do it for you. Every religion teaches it, but how many people really go into the great bliss and let go of it all and then uh, receive the reward of, of what is we, call, we have been calling a sacrifice, but is it really a sacrifice to live in great bliss? Maybe if you enjoy your suffering, but otherwise, no. And so most people in the ego are, are looking for uh, the meaning of life and they're looking for the truth and the goals that they should have and for all, all the different objects of desire. But no, if you come from essence, then life provides all that you need. So it is a, a complete restructuring of your attitude uh, to, to one of, uh, of total acceptance of the abundance of, uh, of the real that has been lost because of our worries and our desire to control it and to hoard it and to make sure we had enough of it and to take it from other people because we were greedy. But no, if you just simply accept the mana from heaven will come to you. This is taught in a number of those scriptures. Okay, number three. <clears throat> and this is what you will have done when you fulfill the first commandment. We have dropped all narratives, all judgments and distractions. We have discarded the discourse of duality. Okay? So to be in the great bliss, you must drop all of those uh, thought patterns that are creating a world uh, that is uh, not good enough, that's imperfect, uh, that, that has uh, people in it you wish wouldn't be there or would be different or, or would... Uh, uh, would treat you differently and, uh, and would be more aware and uh, higher, higher levels of consciousness. No, the more that you want the other to be different, the more that you're going to be stuck uh, with the boomerang of those projections and with a state in which uh, you, are, uh, you are in ignorance of the fact that it is yourself that you are complaining about not the other. And, uh, and when you are in great bliss and there are no complaints, then uh, the world it will also bring that bliss to you 
in every possible way and you will see its perfection. You, you won't find that there is actually anything to criticize. There are, there are things to observe uh, that are astonishing and, and, uh, and, that you, and that you will learn greatly from if you fully allow yourself to accept them and, uh, and to have revealed to you through your self-arising wisdom the meaning of why it must be that way. It will come to you, but you don't need to, uh, to probe and to struggle and to, uh, uh, to, to have doubts about, uh, you know, should I be here or not, or should I do this or not, because these people are like that and I'm like this, and all of these kinds of uh, alienating thought patterns that people have that keep them from making a full commitment to life. And if you're in the great bliss, none of those kinds of issues even arise. And there is no world, there is only the dream field. And in that dream field, even if things have occurred that seem adverse or traumatic or abusive or whatever, there is always a significant uh, growth of one's wisdom, one's compassion, one's humility, one's uh, uh, capacity for uh, developing new understandings of, of the, the nature of consciousness uh, that uh, would not have had the impetus to, uh, to unfold if not for those events. And every traumatic event, if you are truly honest, has actually brought you closer to God. Even if it brings anger at God for why did that happen to me? I can't, you know, but all of those reactions still nonetheless bring one to uh, the truth that there is no uh, option but to surrender. And in that total surrender to destiny, the destiny actually morphs and changes and becomes uh, the fulfillment of one's uh, potentialities of the highest kind. <clears throat> but that means that the, all of those thought patterns, which we are calling here in a way the discourse of duality, that you see the world as filled with others who are different and who you can't relate to and that you have problems with, that entire discourse has to drop out of your mind to, in order to recognize the one self and all. And so this is the sacrifice that the ego has to make. It's a weapons of criticism. It's the weaponization of the mind that has to be dropped in order for the mind to blossom as a garden of Eden. The fourth, we let the self's intentions, self capital S, self's intentions, always be authentically expressed, making one's life, making our, making our lives noble and royal. Okay. 
So we let the self's intentions, we don't get in the way of the self. There is no longer any ego intermediary uh, that filters out, but there's a constant download and a constant uh, uh, alignment with the Tao that wants to move one in life. And we let the intentions of the Tao be fully expressed in the most authentic way without any, uh, any uh, covering over or distortion. And that makes our life into one that is noble and royal. And so it is the, the great bliss is also the return to the great royalty of spirit that we have lost, which is why we have lost the divine right of real kingship and of, uh, of, of, of communities guided by, by the highest wisdom and goodness and purity of heart and, uh, and sustained by that nobility of divine knighthood that uh, makes sure there is no corruption in the kingdom. But it does this from that place of joy, of illumination, and of empowerment, and not out of fear, and not out of, uh, out of uh, uh, some kind of uh, demonization. <clears throat> so the next one, five. We never abandon humility, mercy, compassion, or truth. We need humility. Humility means egolessness. And you can't be in the great bliss if there's an ego. So humility, it's not, uh, it's not the same as modesty because you're shining and you're in joy and you're laughing and you're dancing and there's a, there's a great uh, freedom, but without any uh, ostentation, without any attempt to impress or to uh, over, override uh, the other, but always a recognition of the sameness of all. <clears throat> and mercy, if there are those who uh, have lost their, their bliss and have acted in ways that are undermining the, the blissful peace uh, of, uh, of the communal life, then there has to be law, but always with mercy. And, uh, and that, that mercy is, is, is in order to bring the other back to their lost bliss. And uh, this is the same uh, for compassion that is a generalized uh, feeling of the uh, recognition that at the end of Kali Yuga, nearly everyone has lost their, uh, their uh, centering on the Mahasukha. And so uh, our, uh, our energies go to uplift and to return all to the nature of our, of our truth. And so truth is the last. We live in truth, and we speak truth, and we are not afraid to, to speak truth, but it's spoken out of that great compassion and mercy and joy that uh, is the recognition of the one self in all of its uh, manifest 
ways of appearing. Six, we keep the mind in coherent presence. Thank you for listening to the Spiritual Teachings with Shunyamurti podcast. For more information on programs and retreats, click on the calendar section of our website, www.satyoga.org. Our work is made possible by the generous support of our listeners, viewers, and members. To make a donation, please visit the donate page of our website. We thank you for your support in our mission to share this timeless wisdom with the world.